Well, hello, teachers, and welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here with you guys. Along with Jessica. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. All right, we're going to be talking about a mini narrative writing activity to spiral into your curriculum. And the reason that we are airing this episode right now is because a lot of our EB writing program teachers might have already taught narrative writing. We're at the end of September when this podcast episode is airing, and we're just here to gently remind you <laughs> that we want to spiral our writing curriculum throughout the year, right? To get our students mastering the writing standards. So at this Even point, if you're not an EB writing program, yep. right? Like you're going to find value in this because maybe you've heard us sure. like, this is how you're going to get your students to master the writing standards. You are not teaching a particular writing style in isolation. You must continue to spiral each type of writing throughout your year. Yeah. And if you're not doing that, and this is a great activity we're going to share with you today that you can easily apply in your classroom. Totally. I'm so glad you said that. So I also want to say, though, if you did teach the EV writing program, you're doing that. You've taught narrative writing, hopefully at this point already, or you're just maybe wrapping it up. End of September, beginning of October, this is when you are going to want to start now spiraling narratives back in, right? You've gone from narratives. This is what we believe you should do. You start with narratives and you move into the EB writing approach, which is evidence-based writing to really give students that foundation of literary analysis throughout the school year. But now we got to go back to narratives, right? We can't just forget about them that we taught them three weeks ago and it's over for the rest of the school year. We want to be, again, spiraling it on a continuous basis. Right. And when you do spiral any writing style. It does not need to be this long, drawn out, you know, several week long unit. We're talking two or three class periods, honestly. Yeah. Maybe sometimes a little longer, but the activity we're sharing today won't take very long. I'm so excited for you to share this one. I am too. And you know what? It, I actually have done this with my students many times, but I'd kind of forgotten about it. And now I mentioned this on our last episode, but I'm homeschooling my second grader. And we read this picture book together. It's called Tar Beach by Faith Ringgold. And I'm not having him do a narrative writing assignment. Like this is definitely for middle school, but he read it and we're doing an art project with us. And I was like, Oh Ew. my gosh, I forgot about this activity. <laughs> if you don't know this um, picture book, it's absolutely beautiful. It's part autobiography, part fiction, and then like part quilt, which sounds strange but it was originally designed as a quilt. It hangs in the Guggenheim Museum, and then the, um, the artist, Faith Ringel, turned her quilt into a picture book for kids. So the illustrations would be like squares from the quilt. It is so cool. Get your hands on this book. And it's about this little girl, her name is Cassie, and she likes to go up to her, the roof of her apartment building in New York City with her parents, and they call that Tar Beach. And then she flies over New York City and she kind of takes ownership over different places in the city, like the George Washington Bridge or the Ice Cream Factory. So what you can do with your students is read them this mentor text, have them focus on the descriptive language, and then they choose some kind of landform where they live or some kind of building where they live that they would want to fly over and take ownership of. So now they have to explain why that place is so meaningful to them, why it's so special. And your focus can be on descriptive language because we don't want to tackle everything with narrative writing again, right? Leads, dialogue, endings. No, they can include that stuff. Great. But pick one area of focus. So again, in this case, I suggest descriptive language. And that's 
what they write about. And you're going to be amazed with what they share. Like you're going to learn about your students. They're going to have fun, you know, being creative. Again, my second grader did this not with a narrative, but he did an art project and he chose the Golden Gate Bridge where we live. His second choice was where the Giants play baseball. But he went with <laughs> It was really cool just talking to him. Like, why did he pick that location? Why is that special for him? And he had a bit of a story there. So I feel like it would be really cool to get to know your students still toward the beginning of the year, right? If you do this in the next few weeks, you're still getting to know your kids. So this is a great like insight into them as they practice narrative writing. And if you want to take it a step further, why not tie in art, right? Have them illustrate this. If you're in school, hang up your own quilt of their drawings and have all the students writing. I think that would be a really cool bulletin board display. And if you're yes. digital, like why not still share it, have them share it over Flipgrid or whatever you're using in your classroom so they can all learn from each other. Yeah. I love that. That sounds so cool. I really wish that I had done that. Get this book for Will, Caitlin. Like it's just, I will. It's really cool. <laughs> it seems super cute. And what's great about it too, is like you said, you know, just focus on descriptive language, like just mm -hmm. focus on figurative language. Forget about all of the other ones because we're going to be spiraling those throughout the year. They're still going to use them, right? They might still use a lead and an ending and dialogue and all that stuff, but we're going to focus specifically on, you know, imagery and similes and metaphors. And what a great focus lesson to spiral in narrative writing throughout your school year, because then that's going to strengthen their other writing as well in the other things that they're writing about, the literature that they're writing about. Even though it's figurative language, you might not be including similes and metaphors in your evidence-based writing essay, it still enhances your writing, your ability to compose sentences and your fluency. It's just, this is really cool. I love this. I hope some of our teachers do it and share pictures with us. I know, that's what I would love to see. <laughs> For sure. Um, so we hope that you guys take away from this, though, the main idea here is, Try something small with your kids as long as you're spiraling your writing styles. Whether or not you use Tar Beach, find a different mentor text if you want. Read it to your kids, have some kind of focus with it, and then have them do a small narrative writing assignment. Yep. So, Love so it. important to get your students to master the standards. And again, have fun while they're doing that. We're all about engagement and rigor here, as totally. you know. Totally. We and like this activity. And what I like about this is it's not intimidating you know no. so it's like let it be easy i keep saying that let it be easy this is one of let it be easy right but there's resistance to that teachers are like wait but is it going to be good if it's that easy yes no. it's going to be amazing it does not have to be hard maybe we should do a whole episode about that about resistance and why like why it. we should lean into the things that we're resisting yes do it <laughs> Oh, All right, you guys, thanks so much for joining us on this week's podcast episode. We will see you next week on the podcast. Have a good one. Bye, guys.